since the dawn of time, many of the world's best thinkers have tried to understand Wikipedia. Leonardo da Vinci, Socrates, Einstein. But all have failed until now. Two great warriors have stepped forward. I am Ben Graw the Mighty. And I am Garth Remington the Kingslayer. They aren't thinkers, they're doers. And they're going to review every single page on Wikipedia. That task is impossible. And remember, if you listen to this podcast, then hot girls will want to hook up with you. We totally will. This is the Wiki Review. He's not going to have to clean anything off his fingers. More spitting, it's your thing now. Is it William Shatner? <laughs> it's not William Shatner. No, it should have been William Shatner. Hello and welcome to Wiki Review. I'm Ben Craw. I'm Garth Remington. And on this episode, we're talking about a big, strong man who has saved America so many times, even though he's not from that country, Superman. Well, that's what I wanted to do, but Garth got to pick this time, so we're doing the Wikipedia page for Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back. Get to the chopper! What are you doing? Get down! It's not a tumor! Crom, help me, or to hell with you! Jiggle all the way! <laughs> I have seen none of those movies except for Jingle All the Way. <laughs> That's funny in itself. You've seen none of the, the classic. All you know about him is that horrible Christmas movie he made. <laughs> Sinbad was in it. <laughs> That's right, the other father. Yeah. That's right. It's they so- were trying to get a Turbo Man. That's That was the one, yeah. <laughs> that was his big movie. I'm going to play a father. A father who needs to get a toy. You know, he's big and strong. He does not use any of his strength to get it. Why is that going to sell? It's Jingle of the Way! Christmas special! Bye! <laughs> We'll try and watch it as Kindergarten Cop 2. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's not a tumor. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you say you wanted to do Superman. This is as close to Superman as we'll ever get. He's what happens when you just take a guy who has nothing but weights and steroids and just see what happens. Though if you see this photo of him they've got here, it looks like he's standing next to some kryptonite. <laughs> yes. So right at the top of the page for Arnold Schwarzenegger is a nice recent photo of him. I wonder if he had a say in that. <laughs> you need to update my photo. People need to know. Yeah, by the way, I am going to do this horrible impression the whole episode. <laughs> it, I love that everyone can do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. I'm not really good at it. Yeah, no one's good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here bragging about my abilities. I'm just saying that it's one of the few people that you, anywhere you go... People say Arnold Schwarzenegger. Everyone goes, get down! Or you'll be back. Hasta la vista, baby. It was, ha, ha, it's, it's Arnie. Well, here's my attempt at an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression then. I'll be back. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Is that even close? Get yeah. to the chopper. Yeah, see, exactly. That's all you need to do. Get to the chopper. 
Come on, do it. See, I'm listening to this now and cringing when I'm listening. <laughs> but an Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation is cringeworthy. It's so done. It's been done by everyone. That's the kind of thing done by, you know, the office funny guy. Yeah. Like, everyone's hanging out, and he's like, Mondays, am I right? <laughs> I'll be back. And everyone's like, ha, ah, like that movie. Yeah. Mawath. <laughs> Borat. <laughs> well, you uh, like doing impressions. I love doing You're that guy at the office, aren't you? I am. I so am. <laughs> but what I get out of it is, because it's a bunch of accountants, it's a bunch of joyless, humorless old people who don't necessarily know who I'm doing an impression of. Mm. And it's an audience that will never laugh. And there is so much power in that. <laughs> it's like being free. It's not about them at any point. I'm just having fun. And they're like, well, he's doing that voice thing again. What's your best impression? Oh. Like if you had to pick one that's like your the one you could nail. Metalocalypse. Cool. Something like super obscure that no one's going to know. That's my problem. That is my problem. And it's a really talented thing. I can do all five band members for Metalocalypse. The Death Clock members. If you are a fan of it, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. And well, can most- you rock them out? So. Okay. <clears throat> All right, here we are. Ready to do this. One, two, three. Yeah, hang on. Before we get into this, uh, I just got to take some more drugs and alcohol. Yeah, man, we got to do some alcohol. Yes, we need to do the alcohols before we begin the show. I don't know. I, I could just play. So I'm not really that interested, you know? <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> There's going to be, like, one person who's like, that's awesome. <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> Everyone else, just take my word. That's it. that's how they sound. That's exactly how they sound. So that's metal- Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse is the show. Death Clock is the band. They actually have albums out as well. It's a great cartoon. Been around for a while. They've done many seasons. They've even had a rock opera uh, movie made. Oh, wow. It's very. If you're into it, you know what I'm talking about. And you're like, that's the shit. <laughs> Everyone else is like, I, you just did some voices, I guess. Yeah. This is what's held me back in my impression world. Anytime I'm like, I could make a living being an impressionist. Every time I write down my impressions, it's like, no one knows who the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> well, who's your most famous person who you can do then? Like, who you can do well, at least. I'd say Christoph Waltz. Who? Christoph Waltz. I am the great Christoph Waltz. I was in Inglorious Bastards. Ah, uh, yeah. I played the German hunting the Jews. <laughs> There's no relation with why I'm good at that and the Jew hunting thing. <laughs> That's just a... He did that. He's a very talented actor. I mean, everyone can do a Shatner. Everyone can do a... I think with William Shatner, everyone just does the cadence. That's all it is. That's all he has. There is something <laughs> on the wing. <laughs> See, no voice, just, just the cadence. And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's the same as a Christopher Walken <clears throat> impression. Mm. There's a little bit of an accent... In a Christopher Walken accent. Hey, it's all over. The place. Mm. That's all it is, is just speak weird. Which I think is a great hint to anyone who wants to be a famous actor. Don't try and be real. Just be, like, nuts. (laughs) People are like, I don't believe him as an actor, but this is really (laughs) intriguing to watch. (laughs) Uh, That does explain your performance on the YouTube channel, actually. It really does. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, to everyone can do an Arnie impersonation... But a Sylvester Stallone impersonation rarely exists because no one understands a word he says. <laughs> See, it's that or... Adrian! 
<laughs> that's it. That's the only word he's ever said that anyone's ever understood. <laughs> this is your film now. They drew first blood. You just got to sound like you've got like some sort of mental disability. What about Bruce Willis? Does he have an impersonatable voice? You're not gay, motherfucker. <laughs> you can do his lines, you but... That's the only way you'd know, because he does sound pretty... Just that, you know, serious. It would certainly appear so. Fifth element. I'm Bruce Willis. <laughs> you just did the William Shatner cadence. <laughs> I think it's just... It's the William Shatner cadence, but slightly... But serious? But serious. Like he's a tough guy? There's a grittier version of it, yeah. What? No turkey? It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In his old age, he does sort of span out these lines a lot more now. But that's not on purpose. I think he's just getting a little drifty in the head. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look all there in most of his action movies. He never did, no. Mm. But I guess that's the tough guy thing. He, I'm not even paying attention. I've had so many concussions. <laughs> I don't know. Who else was there in The Expendables? <laughs> uh, Dolph. Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Did he do any other movie apart from Rocky? He was Universal Soldier. Oh, was he? With Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, I've seen that. The other one. And there was Chuck Norris, but I dare not, for he's always watching. <laughs> we did a whole page on him. We a did. A whole episode on him. We did. Uh, the legend. <laughs> yeah, and then the rest of them were like UFC fighters, so they don't really have good voices because they're not really personalities as such. They're yeah. more people who have been hit in the head like a lot. <laughs> so they're all kind of, everyone just sounds really spacey in The Expendables. <laughs> what about like Harrison Ford? He was in it for one. I didn't... Was he the one who said I didn't do anything? Or was he the one who chased the guy? No, Tommy Lee Jones was the one who chased the guy. And the guy was Harrison Ford. Okay. I didn't do anything! See, that's not even him. Chewy! I just did him as though he was in Star Wars, but it was like a family sitcom. (coughs) Chewy! Did you leave the tractor beams on again? (laughs) I can do a Chewbacca. There you go. (laughs) He was in Expendables. (laughs) <laughs> if not, he should have been. <laughs> he should. Yeah, he was the hairy guy. <laughs> oh, wait, that was Randy Couture. Never mind. Never mind. Great fighter. Yeah, I find Harrison Ford, though, in his old age, has gotten a bit more mumbly. Mm. He's more like... <laughs> He's just the same. He's the same as Stallone. No, no ticket. No t- There we go. <laughs> I hate snakes. That was a bit better. There you go. There we are. It's just, it has to be a classic line where he actually <laughs> doesn't just say it. He does something. Actually, speaking of that movie, I did watch a random documentary about some kids who decided they wanted to make a shot-for-shot remake... Oh, dear God. ...of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, continue. And they started when the movie came out, so they went to cinemas and took notes because there was no, like, VCRs or anything like that. Yeah. And over, like, a couple of years, they shot, like, basically the whole movie. They recreated it. (laughs) Now, was it a terrible pile of crap, or...? It was kind of a terrible pile of crap, the movie, (laughs) but watching the documentary and there were certain scenes like, you've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yeah, we all have. presume everyone has. Yes. Like you think of scenes where Indiana Jones goes under the car and stuff like that with his whip and gets dragged by the car for a bit. Yep. They actually did that for real. Jesus. And they set their basement on fire because there's a point where the- The bar's on fire. Like, all the insane shit that happens in that movie, they recreated in real life. Wait, was that the one where the guy gets chewed up by the propeller? 
Yes, and that's what the documentary is about. That is the one scene that they hadn't shot. <gasps> so a bunch of backers got together and go, you've got to finish this movie. You've got to do this one scene. <laughs> so they do the aeroplane scene where the guy gets cut up and everything explodes. That's so cool. They figured it out. Obviously not for real. <clears throat> Did they kill a monkey? They used a dog instead. Huh. And there's a point where like the monkey does like a little Heil Hitler thing. Yep. And so they got like a piece of fishing line and attached it to the dog's <laughs> paw so he would do it. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> and so, yeah, their ages are inconsistent because it was done over, like, many years. And not chronologically. Yes. So they're old and they're young and they're young and they're old and back and forth. He has a beard, he has a moustache, he has grey hair. But, yeah, if you watch them side by side with Raiders of the Lost Ark, it is a perfect remake. Ah, that's lovely. Uh, they even show some of the footage at the end where it's, like, side by side. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah, it looks amazing how, like, spot on they were with how they did everything. This is something we have to be careful of. Imagine you get to, like, the end of your life and the greatest achievement you did was a crappy recreation of someone else's work. <laughs> but they did get to meet Spielberg. That'd do it. Hmm. I mean, if you made a movie and then you heard that someone took 10 years to make a crappy remake of your movie, <laughs> that's a fan. I'd say hi. Yeah, you at least, you know, reply to an email. Thank you very much. Here's a T-shirt. <laughs> right? <laughs> I remade a shot for shot of Raiders of the Lost Ark and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Well, if we had to spend the next decade making a shot for shot remake of a movie, what do you reckon you'd go? Oh, that's a tough one. Ongbok. Oh, really? You'd actually have to do all that shit. That's the point. No, no, even better that. Itman with the, the kung fu. That's probably easier to pull off because it's less acrobatic and more kung fu-y hand stuff. I'd do that. I'd do Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Well, oh, that's going to be hard. With me in the Schwarzenegger role. Of course you are. So you're going to jump the bike off the bridge into the sewerway. Sure, why not? <laughs> oh, can I be T2? Yes, you got to drive the truck. Yes. I'll take you one further. We will even do the Guns N' Roses song. <laughs> I'll be out the door. <laughs> Just like that. That's how it's going to sound. At the end of the movie, we may actually have to freeze you with liquid nitrogen and smash you. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> that scene will shoot last. That's fine by me because it's going to be followed up by you having to be lowered into molten metal. Yeah, when I'm doing that, I got to remember to put my thumb up because always I've wrecked the shot. We get one take. <laughs> one, one take of that. <laughs> ben, for God's <laughs> sakes, put your thumb up. And then everyone at the end is just like, wait, Ben and Garth are dead. Like, what do we do now? Oh, you know what? We forgot to do the one scene. It's too late, man. Just let it go. They cut it all together and James Cameron's just like, I don't give a shit about this. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Arnie had come to say, this is very good work. I like that you did this. But the guy who um, was T2 but then went on to do X-Files, I reckon he wouldn't give a shit. He'd be like, whatever, I already did that. Have you seen this boy? See, another impression. There we are. Full of them. <laughs> that was probably his finest, like, most memorable role was Terminator 2. It was. And I'm not just saying that because it's the most mentioned Schwarzenegger movie we've had on this podcast. I would even say that Terminator 2 is more memorable than Terminator. I, be I agree. It's very rare that the sequel outdoes the original. Mm. I know some people who say they like Terminator 1, but... T2, that's when it really, they went out with it. Come on, we had a kid with a motorbike and an undercut <laughs> who had the squeaky voice, the, the teen, you know, come on, man! It's also rare that somebody is one of the best-known heroes and villains. Yes. He and it's to, the same character. He gets to come back because he's reprogrammed. And also, it's a great one for women's rights and movements. The concept of the matriarch being the strong figure. Because mm. in the first one, she's, you know, the damsel in distress. Yeah. But then she gets hard. She sticks a pen in a dude's, like, neck. 
Come on, that's badass. It also made sense, too, because she knew she had to harden up for the apocalypse. Yeah, so everything she did was just learning how to be, like, post-apocalyptic hardcore. Imagine that. You're John Connor, and you're born, and, like, it's your mum there, like, all right, I'm just going to teach you the most badass stuff because you're going to lead the revolution when the apocalypse comes. When do you believe her, and when do you just go, well, my mum's a complete psychopath? Or do you just, like, well, I don't believe her, but this is kind of cool. I'm learning about guns and stuff. Well, at a young age, if they, she got into you early, basically since you could walk, you realize that you got to fight guns. Yeah, that's all right. That's pretty much how you grew up. You could have been John Connor. <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> I got to ask my mum next time I see her. Mum, am I John Connor? Oh, didn't I mention? <laughs> I'm sure I mentioned that. I told you we're going to teach you how to shoot guns. You know, apocalypse <laughs> is coming, but you didn't really care why. You just heard me say shoot guns and then you just started shooting guns and then you did kickboxing. So I just figured, you know, just leave him to it. <laughs> <laughs> You know if, like, a murderous machine comes knocking at the door right now and says, where's Garth Remington? I'm totally ratting you out. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. That guy. Totally that guy. If shoot any- him. Shoot him. <laughs> All hail my robotic leaders. <laughs> Would you like me to get you a fresh glass of oil, sir? <laughs> now, at that point, I either lose my shit and try to hide behind the couch or... I truly, you got to believe it, Garth. This is it. He's after me because I'm the one. I'm Neo. I'm the, oh my God, I'm Keanu Reeves. And In the, the time you've been thinking this, you've already been shot. I you know, know that, that, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I look around and I'm on like that stairway to heaven. Ah <laughs> oh man, I'm dead. Next time. Next time. <laughs> Wait, time travel was possible? Damn it. <laughs> But what would he do afterwards? Because let's say he shoots you. That's a good point. Does he just like shut down and stand there? Or and just- like, that's kind of awkward for me because I've got this murder kill bot that's just standing there and he's <laughs> really heavy to move. And I'm like, I kind of feel uneasy about him just being here, though. He's just not moving. Like, you're not going to go out and try and get rid of him. You don't want to go near him. It's like, have you ever tried to set off, like, a bomb? Um, yeah, a soda bowl bomb or something? Yeah. You put it in someone's letterbox, you light it, it fizzles, but then it doesn't explode. Hmm. And then you have that awkward moment where you're like, do I go up and check it? Because <laughs> the second I go near it, it's going to blow up. Yeah. How long do you sit? You go to bed that night because you're tired. This whole, you know, Garth getting murdered in front of me has kind of, like, <laughs> worn you out. You'd be stressed. You'd need a little, like, lie down. You're sleeping with the kill bot in your living room. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd sleep much that night. <laughs> but then after, like, how many days would it take until it's just, like, you're walking around it? Mm. Like, you get up in the morning, you make your cereal, you know, you start leaving, like, laundry on it. <laughs> he left his arm outstretched for when he shot the gun, and it's great for putting hangers on. <laughs> Shannon's got all her dresses up on it. <laughs> she decides to make a dress, so she uses the bot to like be the hem doll. <laughs> uh, but when Skynet takes over, would it like come back online and start shooting me? Yeah, but maybe because you ratted me out, that might be your one salvation. <laughs> like Skynet goes online, and you're like sitting here watching like TV, eating more cereal because that's all you do. I just eat cereal; doesn't matter what time of day. It's always time for cereal. And then suddenly the robot comes back on. And you're like, "Oh shit! It's finally yeah. happened!" It's like you have been selected as the one savior of the robot race. Really? So, like, you get to watch everyone die, but you get a pretty good life. You know, like, they give you, like, robots to look after you. They give you all the things that humans like. Like, robots know we like bread. Like, every day you get some bread. Or it's like that Wally movie where I get to drink cupcakes. Yes! You don't ever have to move again. And they're like, well, what do you like? I like movies and TV shows. We have analyzed all of TV. We will remake them for you. 
So every show, like you're watching like two and a half men and there's like Robo Charlie Sheen. Like, <laughs> yes, I would like to get laid tonight. <laughs> Show's better somehow. <laughs> it's, it's more believable. He can really act, this guy. <laughs> I like how he knows his lines. <laughs> That's the robot actor's pro right there. Never forget the lines. They may have problems with the delivery, mm. but they will get the lines and the timing right. Though here is the question, though, that everyone wants to know the answer to. Which one do you actually prefer out of Terminator 3 or Terminator Salvation? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, how should I put this? Which one's shorter? <laughs> I'll give Genesis gets a pass from me. Oh, and there's also Genesis. I like Genesis because it's like they took on board what was going on in technology today. That's actually the one I meant to say because the other one was a Christian Bale one. He wasn't even in that one. Really? So it doesn't count. Now, Salvation, he wasn't in. Yeah, Salvation was a TV show, wasn't it? No, that was Some- Terminator something else. Yep. Salvation was the one where it had Christian Bale in it, where he was playing John Connor. Oh, yeah. John Connor has been played by a different actor in every single Terminator. Yeah, well, because he's a different age every time. It has to happen. Meanwhile, the Terminator, see, Arnie was smart. Robots don't age. Mm. And Terminator 3, that was, you know, you wanted to like it. They do say that robots age, though. That's true. They had to write it in because when in Genesis... He looks uh, old as fuck. Yeah. And I did like that in Genesis because he had to wait for all this time for them Mm. to come back. So he just got a job as a construction worker (laughs) and built like an armory full of like all kinds of weapons. To be a builder, don't you need like permits? Yeah, you'd have to do a TAFE course. I am here to learn how to construct. And you'd have to pass the test. You need like a tax file number to be on the grid to earn like a construction wage. You know, he'd probably have an ABN. The amount of work he'd do. He'd probably register for GST. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the Terminator had an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> so what name did he use? I don't know. The Terminator never had a name, did he? No. He was just the Terminator. He should have had like a pseudonym. Would have helped him fit in more. If they said like, maybe I should pick the name Arnold. I'd be like, that's not that stupid. <laughs> don't do that. What about Arnold Schwarzenegger? Dude, no one would believe that's a real name. That's a... Fake, slightly racist sounding name. What else does it have in here? Oh, yeah, we're looking at a page. Uh, <laughs> now, Commando? I never saw that. I lived on that movie. Now, Is we're going good? back to the time when movies were rated AO. Alyssa Milano's in it? Yeah, as a kid. She's like 10. Oh. Yeah, it was great. I didn't realize that till later when I came back to it. Every week, I would go to the video store as like a six-year-old, and I'd get Commando. I'd take it up to the counter. The person would look at me, and then look at my dad. My dad would give this nod, like, it's okay. Yeah, mm. it's a, my son's allowed to watch that. And we'd watch that. And I knew it so well that when it came on TV, I knew the bits they cut out. <laughs> There's a scene where he's fighting an army. That's right. Schwarzenegger fought an entire, like, private dude's army. I believe it. It was great. Because he went to, like, their... It's, like, on acreage. And he throws grenades. And the people... It's really good timing when he throws the grenades. Because they blow up right as the guys jump on these springboards. And you can see the springboards fly. So the guys jump up in the air like, oh my god, I'm being blown up. Meanwhile, you can see the ground had this like square. (laughs) But he's in a tool shed and they surround it and they shoot the crap out of it. Like everything gets shot. And they go in to check out what's happened. And he comes off the roof. Somehow they missed him. And he has all the tool shed stuff. So he hits one guy with an axe and then he gets, you know, the saw blades And he throws the saw blade and it cuts a dude's arm off. (laughs) That was cut from the TV version. I wonder why. (laughs) 
Everything else is fine. <laughs> and that one had an Australian as the, the bad guy. Did it? Who was yeah, that? I don't know if he was an actual Australian. In fact, I doubt he was Australian. He was played as an Australian back in the, the 80s when Australians were played in a very demeaning fashion. <laughs> I don't old. think it's gotten any better now. That's true. Well, yeah, we got Thor now. No, I see your point. I see your point. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you getting old, Jack? You getting old, mate? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> What about The Running Man? Another great classic movie. I haven't seen that either. What? Man, you're wasting your life. So does he run in that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a lot? Yeah, there's a bit of running involved. It's great. It's in the future where, and once again, I saw it when I was a kid a lot, but it doesn't necessarily make sense to me what actually happened. All I know is it was a TV show where criminals are put into this like gauntlet they have to run through. It's really long. They have to run through all these different areas. And there's like special kill guys who have different themes like one guy, what was his name? Sub-Zero, I think was his name. Yeah, not what you're thinking. So is it Mortal Kombat? No, not Mortal Kombat. This guy was like a fat Asian guy and he was a hockey player. Arnold Schwarzenegger's running along and then he ends up in this like ice rink. So it's really hard to walk on. And out comes skating, Sub-Zero. I think his name is Sub-Zero. And he's got exploding hockey pucks that he shoots <laughs> at him. And he ends up getting a bit of barbed wire and choking him. Then he turns to the camera. He's like, your Sub-Zero is now sub-dead. Like, Best one-liner ever. <laughs> I bet in his head he's like, swish. <laughs> <laughs> he read that script and went, gold. This is why I'm doing it. <laughs> And there's another bad guy who was called uh, Buzzsaw or something, and he had chainsaws. He had a buzzsaw? No, just ch- I don't know what a buzzsaw is, actually. I think it's a kind of chainsaw. Isn't it like a circular saw? Oh, yeah, maybe that's it. No, no. And he was really outspoken. He had a huge chainsaw, but also on his belt, he had two smaller chainsaws hanging. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, just in case you want to get two little chainsaws and throw them around a bit. Did he whip out the little chainsaws by the end or were they just no. there? No, he got killed before he got a chance to. Oh, you got to see the little chainsaws. You wanted to going see like <laughs> <laughs> It was a great movie. Lots of kill scenes. It had Jesse Ventura. Oh, Ace Ventura's kid. (laughs) No, he's probably Ace Ventura's father. That would explain a lot about Ace Ventura's, despite lack of physical form like his father, just innate confidence in himself. (laughs) Yeah, Jesse Ventura, he was a mayor. Oh, yeah. He became some sort of statesman before Arnie. Oh, wow. We just jumped to Jesse Ventura's page and he does not look good. He does not. He looks like Richard Lewis. Oh, you reckon he looks like Richard Lewis? Look at Richard Lewis. Yes. Now... Look at Jesse Ventura. Is that not the same guy? Yeah, a bit older, but yeah. <laughs> they got to stop using recent photos on some of these people. I mean, it's nice that people are like, yeah, he's still relevant. Let's put an updated photo of him. That's a picture of him from 2016. No one's put up another photo in two years. It couldn't look any better. <laughs> Swish. And yeah, he was the end guy in Running Man. That was a big fight scene. And he had like gloves or something. Oh, gloves are bad. I'd hate to fight the glove guy. Yeah. The exploding hockey puck guy sounded bad. But as soon as you say a guy with gloves, I'm like, I'm out. Man. The other guy had chainsaws. That was easy. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I don't know, like rubber gloves. Man, he doesn't care what he touches. <laughs> He's not going to have to clean anything <clears throat> off his fingers. <laughs> his name is the proctologist. <laughs> like I surrendered. Just throw me back in jail. Now, Predator I have seen. Have you seen all of them? I have. I've seen Predator 1, 2, the, the Robert Rodriguez one. The Alien vs. And the Alien vs. Predators 1 and 2. And when you said the Rodriguez one, that's Predators? Predators, yeah. I like that one. Even though Arnie's only in the first one. Danny Glover in the second one, which when I first saw that, I'm like, come on, you went from Arnie to Danny Glover. By the end of the film, I'm like, rock on Danny. You mm. my boy. 
He did it. He won it over and he did it well. Even though he's getting too old for that shit. They should do like a Predator vs. The Expendables movie. Ooh. Like they're all there like, yeah, we're big and tough. Want some candy? Want some candy? Want some candy? <laughs> and that's my Predator impression. Oh, a lovely one from... Because uh, Apollo Creed was in Predator. Mm. Whatever his name is in real life. But he was also in Happy Gilmore. As who? As the black uh, golf guy. Okay. That was him, wasn't it? He's just unrecognizable because he went from like a muscle man to like, a, ooh, you let yourself go. Oh, wait, the guy who instructs him. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm sure that was him. I need to confirm this now. I've put that out there in the world, so we're going to find out exactly how stupid I am. I didn't get told this. I decided on my own <laughs> and went, yeah, that's true. Okay, so we've got the Happy Gilmore cast. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. So we'll look up Carl Weathers, go to his IMDb. I'm starting to think I was wrong. No, yeah. that's him. Okay, so he was it's in a, Predator. Yeah, Apollo Creed and Happy Gilmore. And like, because you see him in like Rocky and you see him in Predator and he's like, he's a buff dude. Oh. But then remember Happy Gilmore? Completely unrecognizable. Kind of fat. Yeah, you wouldn't think that was the guy from Rocky. You didn't recognize him because he so let himself go. And then when you find out, you're immediately depressed for him. So you were actually right about that. Wow. See, impressive. <laughs> See, I do believe, though, that Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime could take down Predator. That is Because at that stage, he was invincible. He was, well, he was Mr. Universe. When you're judging Mr. Universe, that's got to include all planets, mm. including the Predator planet. I don't think a single Predator even made it to the finals. See, I wish at that point he had done movies with Sylvester Stallone and stuff. Because there was always the rivalry between them. Yeah, but seeing them together in a movie would have been good. It would have been great. Like, if he was Rocky Seven. All right, we're getting Arnie in. Yes. Yes, I agree. And Corner Man is Dolph London and Jean-Claude Van Damme. I think, yeah, there would be arguments on is it a Sylvester Stallone movie or is it an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Like, whose name goes first? The problem with making one of those movies is there would be this real fight. It would turn off as like, no, I go first. No, I go first. I go first. And then it would just turn into this actual brawl of two muscle men fighting. People would film that and that would be the movie. <laughs> no plot. Just, hey, we happen to catch these two guys fighting over whose name goes first. Yeah, I reckon they'd also argue about who had the most lines. That would be the big thing. Like, Sylvester Stallone would be given all the long dialogue. Like, the entire ad would just be quotes from Arnie. But most of the movie would be Sylvester talking. Though they eventually did that escape movie. Escape movie. Yeah, where they're in prison. Were they both in that? Yeah. Ah. That was the whole sell of the movie, is it's for the first time see Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. Because they're in The Expendables, but he was very brief cameo. Was that the one where it was about Sylvester Stallone, his job was to break out of prisons? Yes, his job is to break out of prisons. But then he gets put on a job. But it turns out he's been stabbed in the back by his people and they're locking him away here so he doesn't give up their secrets. And it's like this fucked up prison that there is no way you can ever escape from. Oh, God. But with the help of Arnie, he escapes from it. Spoilers. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you haven't seen it by now, you absolutely should have. Even if you haven't seen it, like, you if know- you didn't know the ending. Wait, so you're telling me that he was put in an unescapable prison and you reckon he got out? Like, I'm sorry, chances of that actually happening? Not very high. I don't believe you. I'm going to watch the movie again and see what happens with an open mind. 
It's pretty much how every movie works where it's like characters have a problem. Well, the ending is they solve said problem. That's why I do like artsy films. I like a film I've been watching a few lately where they just end. Mm. I remember as a kid, you'd watch that and you go, what the hell was that? The guy didn't like fix the problem. Now I'm really appreciating it. Like something happens and it gets all out of control. Then they just end the film. And you're like, (laughs) what the hell just happened? Oh, you got me. I'm at the age now where you know the plot, exactly like you said. And you go, okay, that's going to happen. This is going to happen. With Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, it didn't matter because it was all about watching the training montage and then getting to see them beat the crap out of some guy. That was the whole point. It didn't matter that you knew what was going to happen. You wanted to see how they did it. These days, I know all that plot and it's all boring. You know where it's going. But then just cut and credits. (laughs) Oh, 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 I didn't see that coming. Well, that's how they ended The Sopranos. Yeah, just... And people didn't like that. Cut to black. Well, yeah, because it ended, though. They just... Keep going! <laughs> I like that there are shows like that out there where they're like, we've done everything. Keep going! Now, look, if we go any further, you're going to hate what we do. Keep going! All right, we'll make one more season of Seinfeld. You ruined Seinfeld. <laughs> that was the worst last episode ever. What did you want us to do? Though, would you rather see a show stop in its prime and you never get to see another new episode of it? Or would you rather it just go on forever and ever until you hate it? So you're saying like, like what's a good one that ended after like... Breaking Bad? Oh yeah, Breaking Bad. That ended after... Yeah. So Breaking Five, Bad or The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're asking me. Because The Simpsons are going on forever. As far as I'm concerned. And that is the exact example of something that can go on forever. They don't have bad episodes. You just haven't appreciated it yet. But but if they did, I'd give it to them. If they needed it, they get it. They get as many bad episodes. I just like knowing it's out there. Trailer Park Boys. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I've seen little bits of that. Not a lot, though. Great, great show. Then they got to a point where it was kind of like they've done everything they could do. And they did a season where it was about their kids becoming the bad people now. And it was like, why did you do that? You completely destroyed everything good you had built. This is horrible. It is the season that shouldn't have existed. (laughs) But if you want to, like, people keep going because they were a big hit in Canada. So, like, come on, keep going. All right, we'll give you another one. All right, that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the memories, buddy. That's, you can stop now. Thank God. Let's go home. I figure we'll eventually hit that point. I have been receiving a few emails. <laughs> That's enough, guys. We get it. Uh, they needed twins. Which there's sort of the two that I see together is twins and Junior. Junior, was that the one where he gets pregnant? Yeah. Both have Danny DeVito. It's hard to tell them apart. Ooh, I actually heard they're making a sequel to twins. Really? Called Triplets. <laughs> Are you, are you serious? Yes. That's the most horrible thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no, it isn't, because you haven't heard the casting yet. Because oh, who's going to play the third person? Oh, you need someone who doesn't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Danny DeVito. Is it a fat guy? No. It's someone who was famous around about the time the first one would have come out. Oh, God, no. <laughs> was it a muscle guy? No. Is it William Shatner? <laughs> it's not William Shatner. No, oh, it should have been William Shatner. All right, so it's not a midget and it's not a muscle guy. No. What's left? And he was famous in 1988. Is it John Travolta? No. This isn't going to work out. You just tell me. Yeah, it's Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Of course, race. I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Good thing of the black guy. (laughs) And it's kind of obvious now you think of it. Exactly. Who else was then famous? I'm thinking dimensions of people. (laughs) Like, oh yeah, a black guy. Eddie Murphy. (laughs) I'm a triplet. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger are going to track him down and tell him that <laughs> there is long lost triplets. We, we are related. We are brothers. Get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> That's pretty much the movie. <laughs> I just, I think I wrote the script now that I think about it. <laughs> What's this honky talking about? <laughs> so you don't do a bad Eddie Murphy. Yeah. It only really sounds like Eddie Murphy when he was doing Donkey and Shrek. <laughs> That's my Eddie Murphy level. That's his most famous role these days. That's Nobody remembers his shit from the 80s anymore. Nobody remembers Dr. Doolittle. No. <laughs> he stuck around for two of those, and then they did a third one that was about his daughter that he wanted no part of. <laughs> and I'm, rightfully so. I'm done. It's like Son of Mask. Jim Carrey was not in it. <laughs> I don't even think he saw that movie. <laughs> it's probably in like the clause, like, yes, you can use my character, but in no way can I ever see this. <laughs> and they're like, we're getting Jamie Kennedy to do the lead. He's like, okay, I will clearly never see this. <laughs> You're really lucky if you stumble upon it. Not lucky as in like, you know, good for you, you get to watch it. But like, it's really hard to find it. And when it comes up, it's like, really? Get the hell out of here. Have you seen that movie, Son of the Mask? Yeah. It's awful. It's so bad. But I still saw it. That's yeah. the part that annoys me. And what's funny is you watch and grit your teeth through it. For Jim Carrey. Like, Jim Carrey gave them the leverage, the leeway, that you're like, all right, Jim gave us some good stuff. So now I'm sitting through Jamie Kennedy butcher it. Did you watch Son of the Mask after watching Jamie Kennedy's documentary Heckler? Uh, no, I have seen that as well, though. Because if memory serves correctly with Heckler, a lot of it was him bitching about the horrible reviews he got for The Mask. <laughs> for The Son of the Mask. And all the crap, because they're being filmed with other comedians. Like, yeah, your movies suck. Like, I made like 20 movies. Yeah, and like two of them were any good. <laughs> what I liked about that movie, because as comedians, we all had to watch it. Like, oh, The Heckler, this is, I deal with that. It was a guy who, okay, look, I like Jamie Kennedy. Malibu's Most Wanted, not a great film, but I watched it and I enjoyed it. <laughs> not a great film, but it was a film. It was a film. Did you make a film? <laughs> huh? And that was in Heckler, actually, a guy who is actually quite a good director now said, okay, I made a movie. Maybe it wasn't the best movie, but have you made a movie? Tell you what, you make a movie, then we'll compare them. <laughs> I think that's fair, isn't it? Oh, your movie sucked. Well, what's your movie? And they mentioned in it that one of the biggest critics in Hollywood, he made one movie and it's called like Valley of the Dolls or something. It was the most horrible thing I've ever seen. Oh, good. I hope the story ends with him killing himself then. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> the plot twist is the guy that was taking him down turns out it was actually a woman and that's uh, like, ooh. It's like, this is a horrible film. No wonder you just sit around telling everyone else they suck. In fairness, that was the ending to Ace Ventura as well. That's true, but that was played well. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't refer to her as a broad. Mm. No, it was the opposite in Ventura. Yeah, yeah, it was a woman pretending to be a... I mean, because if it turns out that a whole bunch of guys kissed a guy thinking it was a woman, that's pretty funny. Mm. But if a whole bunch of women kiss a guy and it turns out it's actually a woman... Kind of good. I don't have a problem. And women would be able to deal with that a little better mentally than men. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I, I kissed a girl. Yeah. yeah, there's been songs about that. That's okay. <laughs> hey, look at me, Katy Perry. <laughs> Guys, it's like, oh my god, I need to question my sexuality right from the start. <laughs> Believing it was a woman, I kissed this woman. It turns out it has a dick. Oh my god, Does, do I have to wear, like, spandex now? <laughs> I kissed a boy. I hope I'm not gay. <laughs> I kissed a boy and I'm queered out. I didn't like it. I swear, I didn't like, like it. it. <laughs> hope my friends don't hear about it. <laughs> Uh, it's 2018. If you haven't kissed a guy, you're probably gay. <laughs> you're not straight unless you've like at least had one <clears throat> dick in you. 
That's what kids say these days, right? That's I is, think so. Is that the rules? You don't want to be homophobic. You're just going to suck a dick to be safe. Well, we're actually at the point now, thanks to transgender issues, where sucking a dick doesn't make you gay. If that person who owns that dick identifies as a woman, you sucked a woman's dick. Nothing gay about that. High fives all around at the bar. We have so many options to pick from. You might be like omnisexual or pansexual. Yeah. You You're could, pansexual and you don't even know it. That's right. You can be fluid, which is just, you know. There's like 40 different things and I don't know what any of them mean. Yeah, there's demis and stuff. Anytime someone says they're one, I'm just like, okay. Ultimately, I don't care. Makes no difference to my life. I've got a girlfriend. Identifies as a woman. Has woman parts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that. Just tell me what to call you. What's your name? Let's call you by your name. How about that? I don't care beyond that. In conversation, I don't often use people's gender anyway. Like, how often am I talking to you and go, hey, Garth, you man? I think we are quite progressive. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Ben, this guy here. (laughs) (laughs) What if Schwarzenegger came out as transgender? What would be weirder if Schwarzenegger said that he wanted to be a woman or that he used to be a woman and changed (gasps) into a man and we didn't know this whole time? That's awesome. I love that for everything it entails. First off, the size of his pecs Mm. now makes sense. (laughs) <laughs> How did he get such large pectorals? Hey, they were mammary glands right from the start. And that would change everything. Like, oh, men are so big and tough. No, no, a woman did it. A woman was Mr. Universe. <laughs> <laughs> a woman defeated the predator. A lot of the women's Mrs. Universe, I guess, or Ms. Universe. I don't know how they decided. They wouldn't say Miss Universe. Mm. That's usually a lot of women who have moustaches. There's a lot of steroids involved. So they have balls or something. So maybe he was like, I'm going to... Well, she, sorry, Anita. Mm. Anita Schwarzenegger was like, I'm going to be the strongest woman in the world. I will compete in Miss Universe. And they're like, I'm I'm sorry. You're just too guy. Mm. We can't let you in. You're... (laughs) But I'm a woman, I have a vagina! Look at the vagina! <laughs> and they're like, no, you, you... I got tits! Look at my mammary glands! And they're like, no, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to compete with the men. Alright, I'll do it! <laughs> and then he won. <laughs> <laughs> Though if it came out that he used to be a woman and is now a man, I would have to rewatch Junior. Yes, it takes away a bit of the credibility, doesn't it? Yeah. That's just what chicks do, that's not special. <laughs> No, what really is special is the woman that had the baby with him, her. Yeah. That's who we got to look at. I don't know who played the woman in that movie, but clearly she had some sperm. Well, what do you prefer out of twins or Junior? I'm going to have to say twins. Junior was like very obvious jokes like, oh, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's got girl feelings. Hmm. Oh, I'm just feeling very fragile right now. Like, ah, yeah, because that's what they say. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like Junior better for that reason. Though. <laughs> it's, it's like you got Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Don't try and make a real movie. Just get cheap laughs. That's all I'm here to see. <laughs> Stop trying to connect and have a plot. Just dish. Because in Twins, the best parts are the jokes where it's like, he, 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 he's small and he's big. <laughs> and they're wearing the same suit. Yeah. And look, they did the same thing at the same time. They're like clearly like related. That's great. The whole plot in it is stupid. Oh, yeah. It makes no sense. Strangely, the plot in Junior is more believable than the plot in Twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, and we are actually getting a Junior at the moment. I don't know. If, has the guy given birth yet? There's a guy who's pregnant. That's not real. That's a no. real thing. There's a guy who's got a, having a baby. 
<laughs> you just flat out just like, no, Garth, that's not a real thing. <laughs> I think someone's tricked you. Because how is this not like the biggest news ever then? Pregnant man right there. Yeah, of course what's well, going to come movie. up. Thomas Beatty. There you go. See? Is an American public speaker, author, and advocate of transgender and sexuality issues with a focus on transgender fertility and reproductive rights. A trans man. Okay, so it was a chick? So it was a chick. Oh, well, that, I mean... That's not impressive. That's uh, not what you said. No, that isn't what I said. <laughs> I mean, well, by definition of today's standards, that's a man. He's a man. Yeah. He identifies as a man. This is where we're at now. Guys can give birth too. I don't really give a shit. It works out fine. Like, sure, that dude's having a baby. That woman's got a penis. Who really cares? Doesn't change my life in any way whatsoever. What about Total Recall? No, that was another classic movie. Did you see that one? Uh, yes, but I didn't see the remake that they did. Oh, yes, the remake. Uh, it was just the same thing again, really. Like they it didn't look good. I've seen Total Recall many times, though. Like, you've seen Dread, right? There was Judge Dread with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Then they made Dread, which was... Uh, I think we've spoken about this. You said it was a copy of an Asian movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great remake, because it's a totally different film about something different. Really great. Total Recall, when they remade it, it's like just... It was almost scene for scene. But I believe they took out the greatest part of the movie when the chick had the three knockers. Oh, they took that out? Yeah, there was no... I thought that was essential. If anything, do four. Yeah, you should got to get one more. There's supposed to be a midget hooker and a chick with, like, three knockers. That's the plot of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta at least have a nod to that. Hmm. A woman nothing but boobs. So do you think that in that movie, spoilers at the end, was he in the machine or was it real? Oh, it was real. That no, was- I think it's in the machine. Yeah. Because you know the movie where he goes in and he picks that he wants to be like a secret agent, but then yep. the machine malfunctions. Yep. And he comes out and he happens to actually be a secret agent. Yes. So it's probably like the machine didn't malfunction. He was still in the machine. Ah, oh, so he never actually came out of the machine is what you're saying. No, because it was pretty much what he had picked anyway. Yeah, but that's why it malfunctioned because it was too close to the truth. You have to go somewhere and do something that's completely foreign to you. Otherwise, your brain will pick up memory things. I mean, he kills his wife in it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but that's just in the thing. The whole movie you're seeing... Is in his head. Is in his head. And he never actually comes out of the machine. Not till the end. Like, after the credits roll, that's where he (laughs) would come out of the machine. You have to wait till after the credits and you see him go... (gasps) And it was all a dream. Well, I think they purposely cut it off so it would leave it ambiguous. So you don't know if it was real or it was part of the simulation. I like that we're having a nice discussion about the plot of an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. You don't get this like with your Robert Rodriguez films, do you? <laughs> I don't know. Would you do that, though, if they had something where you could hook up and get a fake memory? Like, you could be a secret agent who saved the world. Yep. It never actually happened. But you, but you remember memory. it very vividly. You just get a memory put in. You never actually go through it, live through it. Like, it's not like you're in a state where you're unconscious, so but you believe you're walking around doing it. You just wake up remembering that you did this thing. Yeah, I think that's how it would work, wouldn't it? Because yeah. you wouldn't actually have a time where you remember doing it in the present. You just remember having done it. Mm, you didn't go through it. You just remember doing this thing. That'd kind of suck. I don't like remembering things so much, especially good things. Because mm. it's like, oh man, that was cool. I wish that would happen again. Wish I could be doing that now. Though I'd like to use it for things like remembering that I tried really hard at school. Because you get like good grades then. <laughs> yeah, but you don't actually get good grades. If yeah, anything, but you, you <laughs> learn though. Because would you get the memories from learning? You would get the... Yeah, that'd be good for implanting knowledge. Once again, Matrix callback. I know Kung Fu. 
that would be great for having to learn things. Because mm, you could remember the day you spent like six months without sleeping in a dojo with some guy teaching you Kung Fu. Yes. And you remember it didn't happen, everything. but you remember it. But you remember it perfectly. Everything he said. Yes. But this only works for knowledge. Doesn't work for working out. No. I remember spending a year in a log cabin like Rocky Five, like, you know, working out. But then you wake up and you're still a fat mess. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I'm tired. <laughs> But you'd remember how to do really good push-ups. Yeah, you'd really be good at doing them because you'd have the technique all down, but you'd still be weak as anything. <laughs> and, and you'd remember what you looked like when you looked good. Yeah, every morning I get up and I look in the mirror. What's that German word for when you uh, get depressed thinking about a life that doesn't exist? Weltschmutz. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's Essentially, that's what they should call this machine. Yeah. Weltschmutz. <laughs> Plug yourself in, have the best time of your life and be depressed for the rest. If you're looking for the spelling of that, it's probably in the show notes. It starts with a W. (laughs) Like most German words. (laughs) Uh, Kindergarten cop. Now, there was a classic when he went, I'm going to do a kid's film. Well, isn't that sort of a prerequisite that every, like, muscle man has to do... Yes. Some sort of kids film. Well, not Muscle Man Action Hero has to do some sort of kids film eventually. Yep. I think Sylvester Stallone's was Stop or My Mum Will Shoot. Yeah, that was his sort of... That'd be the... Stupid comedy. Yeah. The... When a big muscle guy gets sort of talked down by either an old lady or just little kids or something like that. Vin Diesel in Pacifier. Yes. <laughs> the Rock and Tooth Fairy. Yes. Jackie Chan and the Spy Next Door. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> There's a few of them. It's called a money movie. Yeah. You see, you get all the publicity, you get the box office draw, and then you just spoil it with something which, you know, they back a truck full of money up to your house, and you go, you know what? What's the reputation, <laughs> right? I don't care. Do you care? I don't care. Would you do a movie where you had to teach a bunch of kids? Oh, would I do a Mighty Ducks? Hell yeah. All your co-stars are children. That would be horrible, wouldn't it? What if it's Mighty Ducks, but the Mighty Ducks are like five? Oh. A bunch of like five-year-olds, and they're a little out of control. Uh, what I would be afraid of is that it's like Sixth Sense, where there's that one kid who like goes on to be an acting prodigy, and he just out-acts the crap out of me. <laughs> and they're like, it's five-year-olds. It's like Little Rascals the movie, and you're Whoopi Goldberg. Except Buckwheat just acts the crap out of you. And everyone's like, why is Garth not believable? But that little kid, man, I'm on his every word. He's like Michael J. Fox in Family Ties. And I'm the dad who never had a career after that. You're like doing scenes with him and he keeps like yelling at you during the takes where he's like, stop being so wooden, do it good. <laughs> like Ben, will you say something? I'm like, I don't know, stop being wooden, do it. <laughs> do what the kid says, he knows what he's talking about. He, he does make a good point, Garth. You are pretty wooden. <laughs> You're giving me nothing to work with, Garth. Come on, I'm throwing all kinds of energy at you. Be in the moment. Come on, you don't have to understand it. Your character does. Where the hell did you learn this? You're five. (laughs) (laughs) Getting scolded by a little kid is 100% right. Uh, If you stop yelling at me, I'll give you a Game Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Game Boy? How old are you? (laughs) So, yeah. No, that's the risk of it. Working with kids. That's the only thing I'd really be scared of. Hmm. Everything else is just who cares, right? It's a bunch of kids. I'm getting paid to do this either way. Well, there's an old expression that's don't work with kids or animals. Yes. So what if you had to do a movie? I got a movie idea for you now here. Pitch away. You run a petting zoo. (laughs) 
okay. and there are just kids and animals everywhere, and you've got to do your scene surrounded by dozens of each. And every take, it's just just another sheep crapping in the background. Oh wait, that kid's touching the animal inappropriately. <laughs> oh wait, that kid's like throwing up in the background. Oh, and those dogs are now humping. As long as there's no llamas, I'm in. <laughs> I know there's lots of llamas. Llamas are crucial to the plot. <laughs> I just want no animals that spit, and then I'm pretty cool. But yeah, no, gotta have llamas. Yeah, yeah and spitting cobras too. And the kids all see that, and they want to spit as well. <laughs> so it's just a whole movie of me being spat on by random animals and people. And we get all kinds of co-stars, like, you're going to work with Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe. They're cameos. They just walk on and spit on you and walk off. <laughs> the worst part is it takes like 60 takes to get each scene. And Russell Crowe just ends up being a crow that's called Russell. <laughs> we had We've to taught him s- to spit, though. <laughs> no, the birds crap on you. This scene, you have to have a bunch of pigeons on you. And yes, they have all been eating diuretics. <laughs> The movie's called How I Slowly Made Garth Lose His Mind. <laughs> and it's just you over the course of the shoot thinking you're making a movie, but slowly you're losing your mind, mind as everything keeps spitting on you. <laughs> you thought it was a movie. It's a documentary. <laughs> uh, flashback to Trailer Park Boys. There's a guy in it. Every episode, a guy rips his shirt off him. So when he walks down the street, I heard the director's commentary. When he walks down the street, people rip his shirt off him. So in this movie, I walk down the street, everywhere I go, people just spit on me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you're the guy from the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, thanks. Love your work. Can I get your autograph? (laughs) (laughs) So you can have all the money in the world, but you will get spat on by everyone you ever see for the rest of your life. (laughs) In your next movie, can I be a character who everyone just gives $20 and a blowjob to? No, Garth, that's not the way it works, and you know it. More spitting, it's your thing now. That's your th- <laughs> the spit. Garth slowly losing his mind too. The spittier. <laughs> uh. Would you love or hate to have a catchphrase that somebody would just say to you? Like, picture you're Rob Snyder, Everyone and says, you're getting, you can do it! You can do it! Just everywhere you go. Yeah, you'd just never be able to go anywhere without hearing your sort of, like, crazy catchphrase like that. I suppose it depends on the catchphrase, because most people will always say that you get sick of it. No matter what you do, where you go, eventually you get sick of everyone saying this stupid line you said. I think I'd enjoy it, knowing what I'm like. What would really undo me is if in that one movie, I say two things. One is my catchphrase, and the other is what everyone else says to me. Mm. That's not the good line, you bastards! Or what if you were in a show where not your character, but the other character had a catchphrase, and and people kept saying that catchphrase to you, and you're like, yeah, that show, but that's (laughs) not even my line. (laughs) Oh, I think the thing that would burn me up the most, and this is possibly the most likely to happen, is if it's a catchphrase I said, but you wrote, (laughs) that'd burn me up. (laughs) But probably what would also burn me up more is if you got the catchphrase that I wrote and everyone says it to you, (laughs) and I'm standing next to you and they're like, Ben, you can do it. I'm like, I wrote that. That's my line. (laughs) I'm like, dude, I go everywhere and hear that you can fucking have it. So what if everywhere you went, people went, wiki review? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You know us. Can we have some money? If you said wiki review and gave me $20, let's do that. (laughs) The rest of your life, you get recognized, but never make any money. Every day on the bus, 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> no private car. Getting I mean, recognized on the bus would be painful. Going, oh, you're that guy from Wiki Review. I'm like, yeah. Instantly you're like, oh God, I've still got seven stops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to be painful because you know how it goes. You're that guy from Wiki Review. Yeah, I am. Cool, man. So what's Ben really like, you know? Like, are you guys friends in real life? No. <laughs> Absolutely, we are not. Oh, yeah, because that's that thing you say. That's so cool. <laughs> and then, like, within two minutes, they're out of, like, general chit-chat, but they've already established that they're talking to you, and that's when they realize they don't really want to talk to you. Mm. They just wanted to talk to Garth, the character. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm just on my way to work like everyone else. What if we made a show and it was a mega hit for about two seasons uh-huh. and so after two three years of being in the limelight drop off the face like drop, M- MC just, Hammer yeah it just goes away and we didn't really get as much for those seasons as you would think like we have to go back to work is what you're saying yes like I have to go back to accounting so they assume you made millions of dollars, but let's say you got like enough, like what you get doing a regular wage. Yeah, a, a, your regular wage. You just got that for doing these two seasons. <laughs> so then you have to go back to work. Like as soon as it's cancelled, everyone's like, "What happened? Did you blow the money on like drugs and women and stuff?" Like, no, I didn't get that much money. <laughs> Behind you, back looking here, is people saying, "Man, he just blew it. He doesn't know how to invest." He must have thought that show was gonna last forever. Mm. Screw you, man! I barely pay my bills. Oh, I would suck being in a job interview and somebody's like, hey, you're the guy from the show. Yeah, hey. All right, I could really use this job. I'm sorry, we need someone who really has a drive, like needs to work, and clearly you don't need the work. Are you just researching a role? You're going to be gone in like a month once you get it down. (laughs) No, I really need this job. Like, I can't pay rent. Please help me. I need to deliver these pizzas. (laughs) Well, then you clearly have a drug habit and you're not going to pass the drug test. We have a clean policy here. You can't work. Either you're a drug addict or you're not taking it seriously. There's no in between. Oh, once again, Trailer Park Boys. There's a guy in it. He always has his shirt off. That's his thing. He's always has his shirt off. But he has a regular job. Like, he's on a council. Like, he works in government and uh, in properties, like, disputes and settlements. And his thing is he eats cheeseburgers and has no shirt on. So people, when they see him, they do that, like, I know that guy from somewhere. He's familiar. <laughs> but then they're talking about serious government stuff. And eventually it comes out he's from Trailer Park Boys. And they're like, oh, it's you. Come on, take your shirt off. Here, have a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> and so he spends all his life, ta- like, with no shirt on getting given cheeseburgers. That's all right. That'd be all right. I'd like the cheeseburger thing. Don't even give me a cheeseburger if you ever meet me in real life. Yeah, I'm always up for a cheeseburger. Yeah, it is one of my biggest fears, being famous and then going back to nothing. (laughs) Thank God I'm never going to get famous. I know, right? That's the only motive we have against it. It's a good thing we don't have a lot of drive. Though I have done, like, some little acting things where I'm bit parts in things that are pilots that might turn into TV shows. Yep. And it's like, even if those shows become the (laughs) biggest show ever... You're still the... I'm I'm still, like, a... How much can I possibly get from that? Exactly. And then it's the, like, do you then go, hey, man, so, like, you know, you're doing really well, and I know I was just a background guy, but... You could use me again, right? <laughs> right? You want to do like a cameo or something? Yeah, what does that pay? Why would I pay you? You did it for free the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I should have asked for money for those first episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Rookie mistake. <laughs> but do you think that would be weird being a bit part in a big TV show? Because you wouldn't be able to quit work, but you'd be on TV. And so people would be like, aren't you getting like heaps of money? It's like, do you see how often I'm in the fucking show? You saw how little it was. People think that you're on TV, therefore you're a millionaire. No. 
I think Neighbours stars get a hundred grand a year, which is nice. I'd do that, but that's not you know retire for the rest of your life money. I mean, there are people who have regular jobs who get paid that. Yeah, but you hope to get a pop career out of it, don't you? Well, yeah, but look at the odds. I mean, what's the latest hit you heard from Toadie? <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I was on that show. Didn't go far. Played the fat guy. Though I saw him on a billboard for something recently. Oh, yeah, I did too. It's not Uber Eats, but it's like Uber Eats. Yeah, he's eating spaghetti bolognese in it. Yes. What I like about that one is I know from the colours, it's the same one you see Naomi Watts does it. Jeff Goldblum does it. And there's a few other like really like big stars. They're big stars. And when they pose for it, it's like, yay, I'm just smiling and here's the pizza. And then you see Toadie. He's fully like having to play it up. <laughs> it's like they've gone, we need some big names on this. Okay, he's, you know, Jeff Goldblum, all right, smile, take a photo, all right. You know, something very dignified. And Toadie's there like, oh, my God, all these big actors are getting into this. i got to get into it too. Guys, can I be one of your ads? Um, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, you're going to have to really work for this. <laughs> we want you to make a fool of yourself, like like spaghetti. Like I think he even has like a horrible tan or something. I don't know if that's meant to be in there, but it is in there. So what about Kindergarten Cop? I assume you've seen that too. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it for ages. I just remember there's a kid and like, I guess the mum likes him. I don't know. I remember there isn't a tumor. Yeah, that's all you have to remember. It's not a tumor. That's it. <laughs> the rest of it's just God forsaken. Then we got True Lies. Now. <laughs> yes. The fun fact from that one is they actually blew up a bridge and it was the most expensive thing that any movie's like done. It ruined their budget because there was a bridge that was going to be destroyed mm. and they're like, hey, can we use it in our movie? <laughs> like, sure, you can blow up. Our f-. So they had one take to get it done because when you blow up a bridge, you can't unblow it up. That's true. And everything rioted on blowing up this bridge and it just, yeah, cost way too much for what you actually got for it. <laughs> it's a fun movie though oh it is Jamie Lee Curtis does a great job that is probably one of the better ones of his that I like it was clever yeah what do you like better a straight Arnold Schwarzenegger action or the comedies action without a doubt that's what he's meant to do True Lies sort of walks the line of both it's like Spy Who Shagged Me Austin Powers of mm. the action films oh Last Action Hero have you seen that I haven't oh. seen that in years that was that went down as one of the most miserable, horrible films. Like, it's one of those films that, as a kid, I liked it. Nothing wrong with it. But all you heard was people just bag out magic ticket. What the hell are you on about? Hmm. Who cares? <laughs> it's fun. It was fun. Sylvester Stallone played the Terminator. Yeah, it was his best movie. And it was so much better than all these other movies. <laughs> it was great. Nothing wrong with that. It was fun, yeah, to watch him make fun of himself. It blew my mind when I saw it as a kid because I'd seen a bunch of Schwarzenegger movies and then this one where he makes fun of himself. It was Mm. just like, yeah, this is fun. You see, and that's why I'd say I prefer the action because without the action films he's done, those comedy ones aren't funny at all. Like, you've never seen Arnold Schwarzenegger before. The first thing you see is Last Action Hero. You go, who is this asshole? Yeah. It's the same as the Thor movies. I just saw... Okay, so I attempted to watch, is probably a better phrase, uh, the Ragnarok. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Is that how it's pronounced? It is now. <laughs> so I saw the Ragnarok. Because <laughs> that's how much I'm into the... I don't know how many Thor movies there are. Aren't you into Norse mythology? Yeah, but that's not Norse mythology. That's Marvel mythology. Ragnarok? Ragnarok. Yeah. Which one's that? Is that the... That's for a Nork or whatever the hell you were just saying there. Yeah, Ragnarok. What is it actually? 
It's like the apocalypse sort of thing in there. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know if it's from Norse mythology or Marvel mythology, like you just said. Like, You're probably right. I just presumed so. It sounds like it's from Norse. Yeah. You're probably right. So I tried to watch it, but I haven't seen the other Thors. Mm. And I can clearly identify it's like a last action hero in that here's this big action guy who's done all this cool action for a couple of movies. So everyone knows him. They're comfortable with him. They know he's big and tough. And the first 10 minutes of it, he's doing, like, jokes that would be funny if you knew he was tough, but I didn't. I just saw him hanging in a net doing, like, a joke about it swinging around. It's like, oh, that's supposed to be funny, but I have no knowledge of this character, and I think he's wasting my time now. I made it about 20 minutes in before I just called it, like, I'm done. I'm sorry, I just can't do this. So you didn't see when the Hulk came on screen? Nope. Uh, Because he's all, like, hulky. (laughs) He's always hulky. Except when he's the guy. I did see Matt Damon playing Loki in a theatre production in Azeroth. Yes. Ashgard. Asgard. Asgard. Yeah, one of those things. (laughs) I saw that, I went, ah, Matt Damon. (laughs) Yeah, I'm out. I'm still out. I'm still out. I know, what is your favourite movie of Schwarzenegger's then? If you had to pick... Well, Terminator 2 is a classic. We have to put that down. Personal favourite, I think Commando, because it was just an excuse to, like, blow crap up, and he fights tough guy after tough guy, and he holds a little dude by the leg over a cliff (laughs) with one arm. I forget how he sets it up, but it's just one of the, you know what you have to watch out for? Gravity. (laughs) And then he drops him. He was the king of the one-liners. They tried giving him more than one line. He just couldn't remember it. (laughs) He has to do one-liners. This guy's like Henry Young. (laughs) (laughs) Take my wife, please. And I mean, they made a Simpsons character after him. Hmm. McBain. Yes, they did. It's very rare that you get a character based on you. It's just him and McGonagall. (laughs) Everyone else is themselves when they get put in The Simpsons. But they used him so much, they're like, no, we need an actual character. Even McBain's real name is, like, Reindeer Wolf Castle or something yes. like that, which sounds very Austrian. <laughs> yeah. See, I would say my favorite Schwarzenegger movie, Eraser. Now, tell me about Eraser. I don't remember it. Oh, that's where you get erased. Apparently- you, if- Like getting terminated? Uh, similar, except it's so much better to get erased than terminated. Okay. Because let's say people are trying to kill you, then he helps you, like, fake your death. Oh, is this like that Sandra Bullock movie, The Net? I haven't seen that. Yeah, you don't need to see that. <laughs> but what he does is he waits till like last minute. So people who are trying to kill you have already like tied you up and are about to like set fire to you. They've already covered that you like in gasoline and shit like that. So you think you're about to die. Yeah, but then he comes in and he like unties you, kills the bad guys, sets your house on fire anyway. And then says, like, you're going to be given new identities and stuff like that. You have been erased. Okay. When they're given the new identity, do they have to do anything for him? Or is it just you go live another life somewhere else? I think you eventually, like, you're in his, like, circle now. If he calls on you, you need to help him. Okay. Well, that's a lot like Nikita. And the shadow. Yeah. (laughs) I think this has been done before. Mm. The erase is cool, though. And they have these, like, weird guns that you can see through walls, but you just see skeletons. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I did see him in a movie recently, which... Yeah, Killing Gunther. The hell is that? It is a horrible movie. Does he kill Gunther? He is Gunther. Oh, does he die? No. Oh, they don't kill him very well. So there's going to be a Killing Gunther (laughs) too. It's like a comedy about hitmen. Mm. The main character is a guy from Saturday Night Live. So that lets you know where the budget is. Which guy from Saturday Night Live? Not the one you wish. Uh, Terry Killam. Bobby Monaghan. Oh, he's also in it. Yeah, but he's a background guy. Uh, no. Terry Killam. Yeah, that guy. Oh, I'm yeah. sure he's done some funny stuff. Probably. It was kind of really horrible. 
but I watched the whole way through. Arnie actually did the, out of everyone, he did the best job. And that's like, yeah, there's a bunch of comedians trying to be funny, but he comes along and just does good. <laughs> but he got to play the coolest role in it. He was just like this spy, no, not a spy, an assassin. He was the best assassin ever. And he's like invincible, like, and they're all trying to kill him because he's the best assassin. They want to be the best assassin. But he's just so cool and lovable that he like stops them and then lets them live and so forth. It's really nice. But don't go see it. Horrible movie. Have you seen Around the World in 80 Days? He was in that? He was. He was Prince Hubby. Oh, wait. I'm thinking of from like yesteryear, Around the World in 80 Days, like mm-hmm. balloons. This is 2004. Yeah, it had Jackie Chan in it. <laughs> oh, wow. He, like, the movie was kind of bad and terrible, but he absolutely nailed his part. Yeah? Yeah, he was a prince, and he really liked the girl that was traveling along with them and wanted to marry her. Okay. And he When you was... say prince, like Indian prince, or...? I can't remember. Prince of some country. His name was Prince Habi. It sounds Indian. So it's something like that. Something obscure. Yeah, and so he wanted to marry her. Yep. And she was all on board with it. And he's <laughs> like, well, I already have six wives. I wanted one for each day. <laughs> there you go. How does Thursday suit you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. And he absolutely nailed his part. He was hysterical in it. <laughs> but he's only in it for a little bit. Uh, that had a lot of cameos in it, that movie. It's worth a watch just for the cameos. It's just a whole bunch of cameos. It had the Wright Brothers which were played by Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson. Oh, dear God. That's awesome. Yeah, I'd see that. It's kind of genius in a way. It sounds like the perfect setup for a cameo movie. Mm. Like, okay, and here's these guys. Let them do something. And here's these other guys. And every actor is like, hey, you want to like do one day's work and get paid a, like, a crap load of money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Holy shit, he was in Doctor Doolittle too. Oh, he would have done the voice. Yeah, it says uncredited. Uncredited voice. Oh, He's like, please don't tell people I was in this movie. <laughs> I have a reputation to uphold. <laughs> like you did Around the World in 80 Days. Not yet, I haven't. <laughs> you can sink way lower. Ah, oh, Batman and Robin. Mr. Freeze. I can't believe we forgot to mention this one. This is like, <laughs> speaking of puns, that's when we should have segued into it. Straight to it, yep. Because this, he used all of them. Every ice joke you can think of. I think if you use Mr. Freeze in a movie now, you cannot use a single ice pun anymore. It's done. He used all of them. All of them. Ice to see you. <laughs> like, they don't even make sense. That's just a horrible pun. I yeah. put you on ice. Oh, jeez. Collateral damage was good. Yeah, that was good. That was a good one. That's respectable. He played a, like That's him going back to his old kind of movies. I wasn't sure about it at first, but then I got into it. Good for him. Kind of like Commando 2. Yes! It really was. Except he had a team of people. What was his first movie? Ah, Hercules in New York. Now, I have not seen it, but let me tell you about Hercules in New York. There's a scene where he's in that New York park. What do they call it? Central Park? Yeah. It's... uh, What's the name of that park? It's in the center (laughs) of New York. It's like a park. Yeah, Central Park. I got married there. Yeah, you did. So you should know this. Good. Maybe you got to see the part. They probably have it fenced off with security guards of the part of Central Park where Hercules, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger... Fought a bear played by a guy in a bear suit. Oh, that's awesome. He wrestles a guy in a bear suit. And you've never seen this? No, I haven't. That's the only bit I've seen. And I'm like, I don't need to see the movie. I just saw the movie. (laughs) And it's like, obviously a bear suit. You would mistake it for like a mascot. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta see this. Bear. Bear fight. (laughs) The European brown bear. Oh Oh, no, no, it's out. Someone left the cage at the zoo unlocked 
And here's the bear. Oh, no way. That's just a dude in a bear suit. <laughs> Isn't it? I know. What's the zookeeper going to do? And this was a serious movie? As serious as any movie named Hercules in New York can be. Oh, there's young Arnie there. On a date with a girl, because, you know, he's Hercules. Does he still have the voice? Well, yeah, he can't not do that voice. Surprise. I thought there was a movie where they dubbed over his voice. Really? It's possible. But yeah, he didn't even try to do a Greek voice in this one. And you can see it's different <laughs> times. Like, the zookeeper was there clearly at nighttime, and now it's sort of the afternoon. Yeah, continuations for suckers. <laughs> and the police are like, be on the lookout for a brown bear. That guy looks alarmed. And they should be. There's a brown bear. Off they go. Yep. And now it's nighttime again. I would say we're like but a- back today. Yeah, there's the bear again. It's not even moving like a bear. It's moving like a guy who's in a bear suit and can barely cope. And it's now even brighter. They just shot whenever they could. Central Park. They're just lucky they got it at all. Exactly. We just took the only footage we have, which didn't have homeless people urinating in the background. Also, yeah, you can't film in Central Park at night. That's just dangerous. How far along is this bear fight? I don't know. Maybe we should skip. For- it looks like it's about to happen. Okay, so it does. There's Arnie the best. Plane Hercules is on a date. He's having a carriage ride with this girl, and here's a guy in a bear suit, like standing there. What would possibly happen now, Ben? You're on a carriage ride. You've just gotten married in Central Park. You're going through Central Park on a carriage with your new bride. You see a bear. What's your first instinct when you see that bear? I'll probably run or feed the horse to it. So he gets off. I'd be more scared if I saw a guy in a bear suit. (laughs) I don't know what's about to happen, but he's anonymous. And here he is wrestling the bear. The bear's trying to punch him. It's like standing there trying to throw like a jab. He's acting more like a bear than the bear. The bear's punching him. It's kind of like a hockey fight. The girl's doing a lot of scared acting. A little over the top. Did she just faint? Either that or she came. I'm not sure. Oh, God. I think he's... Choking the bear? And now he's beating it? Ah! He's punching it in the face. He's really He's making more growls than it is. Yeah, oh. I don't think that's legal to do that to a bear. Or especially legal to do that to a guy in a bear suit. Jesus Christ, this isn't a bear. This is just a guy in a bear suit. Why would you do that? You saw a guy in a bear suit and your first thought is to punch the living crap out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Leonardo DiCaprio is standing there like, I should have done that. In the reverent... So, yeah, I think you just saw the greatest piece of footage Arnie's ever done. (laughs) Humble beginnings. Humble beginnings. He didn't do anything good until, like, Conan the Barbarian. Which, that was a good movie. That looks like his first good, like, mainstream movie. Everything else looks like it didn't take off too well. Well, because he was Mr. Universe. It was just like, hey, we've got this big muscle guy, but we don't really know what to do with him yet. Then they made him the Terminator, then, like, two years later. Yep. Then he did his Commando. Yeah, he really did, like, a bunch of good movies in a row. Yep, he got on a roll. They figured out how to promote him, I guess. Oh, my God. In Commando, I didn't realize this. His name was John Matrix. He predicted that. He was the Matrix. Forget Neo. I'm talking about the actual Matrix. So what was the last good movie he did? Eraser. Eraser, yep. And do you see any other good? What do you think of Sixth Day? What the hell's that? That's where he was a clone of himself and himself. I know that picture, but I don't think I saw that. That sounds really stupid. It's kind of stupid and it's sort of futuristic. It's like twins, but clones. Mm. It's set in the future, but in the not-too-distant future. Ah. Got collateral damage. That was all right. We said that was good. I told you, Gunther, good for him. The Expendables, he did that. Did they say Terminator 6? It's coming in 2019. He plays the T-800 model, 101, again. Terminator 6. Now, we were talking earlier about do you quit while you're ahead? (laughs) Or do do you you make Terminator 6? (laughs) 
Well, I mean, he's not a governor anymore. He's bored. He's sitting at home, twiddling his thumbs. Like, what do I do now? Do you reckon there's a trailer out yet? Well, we probably would have heard about that. Yeah. Sarah Connor and him look kind of aged. That's Mm. probably because it's been like 30 years since they started. So that's natural. That can't be real. The future is written. The same story again, I imagine. I think because the whole point of uh, the Terminator, the time travel in the Terminator was to prove that going back and changing time doesn't change time because that's what was going to happen. No, I think this is just a fan cut trailer. It is, eh? No, that's the kid older. Yeah, but sometimes they do that. Yeah, there's a lot of old footage in this. I don't think this is actually... No, this isn't real. <laughs> is that made up or is it just someone heard there's going to be number six so they put together something because they're a fan? Because that's Arnie with grey hair there. That's a trailer. It says fan edit. Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. People just do it because I guess they're called concept trailers where but- people just think like what it might look like. That's crazy. That's just like spreading misinformation. <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of annoying when you're looking for outcoming trailers. But that does seem like it's something that I'd imagine you doing. <laughs> like, I'm going to make a trailer. Because if people believed you and it goes out there and everyone's like, oh my God, did you hear about this movie? And you're like, <laughs> you dumbass, that's never going to happen. I thought that up. Or are people doing this like it's Field of Dreams? If I build it, they will come? <laughs> well, maybe it's the idea if they make a trailer for a sequel to a movie they want to see and that trailer does really well then the film studio might go oh shit I'm going to make this alright you want like an executive producer credit (laughs) if anyone's ever going to make a movie based off any of my stupid ideas that I've said all I want is an executive producer credit I don't ask for much okay what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the name of a Arnold Schwarzenegger character. Oh, God. And you got to tell me what movie he played that character in. Let's be real. I don't know any of the names of any of his characters. Because every time he comes on screen, he's just Arnie. Yeah. You go, hey, it's Arnie. Like, I wonder why they're calling him that. Why are they calling Arnie that? <laughs> when was he Alex Hesse? What? It's H-E-S-S-E. Yeah, no idea. That was in Junior. Dr. Alex Hesse. Oh, yeah, I wasn't going to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an easy one. T-800. Oh, yeah. He was the Terminator. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. But he was the same. He was that in Terminator. He was that in Terminator 2. He was that in Terminator 6, which apparently may not even be real. Detective John Kimball. He was a detective? You gotta know that one. Was it True Lies? No. He wasn't a detective. He was a spy. Yeah. I'm like, when was he a detective? I don't know. A detective working undercover. John Kimball. Kindergarten cop. Ah, there you go. Yeah, he was a cop. Yeah, it's in the title. Well, you're terrible at this game. Yeah, I told you, I don't know any of the characters' names. I was surprised to learn the commando's name. He was John Matrix. Trench Mauser. Jesus Christ. (laughs) He gets cool names. No idea. This is how this game is going to go. You're going to say a name. I'm going to tell you I don't know. Then you're going to tell me. I'm going to go, oh, okay. Expendables. Yeah, there you go. Why would I know that? Okay, Ben Richard. Was it Commando? No, I already said Commando. Was it Predator? No. Then I don't know. The Running Man. Ah, there you go. Ben Richards, I think, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> Douglas Quaid. Is that- Quaid. Oh, Total Recall? Yes. Ah, okay, that, that's a partial point. <laughs> I just wanted you to get one and then we could move on, all right? <laughs> you were supposed to do it just a short thing. My lack of knowledge is really... <laughs> I thought you'd be better at it. <laughs> I told you I wouldn't be. Um, then he was on TV. A lot. As himself slash an ex-con. So <laughs> did he go to jail? Lieutenant Wagner. So would that have been... It's 2015. So is that the Aston Kutcher two and a half men? I think so. Is she even alive? <laughs> God knows. <laughs> 
he could have died like right now as you were saying that for all I know. Exactly. It doesn't really matter. He may as well be. He was in Lego Indiana Jones. He was Mac. Mac. I love that Lego's actually got people like Will Ferrell and Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. <laughs> good for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Lego movie was surprisingly good. It was. All the other ones they've done have sucked, but that first one, really good. It's a great, like, piss take on everything that's supposed to be serious. Mm. But it's Lego. It's for kids. It's fun. And they nailed Batman in it. They do. (laughs) (laughs) And you got the Family Guy video game, The Quest for Stuff. He voiced himself. Yeah, an actual Arnold Schwarzenegger playing himself in Family Guy video game. That is cool. And also the Mobile Strike video game we were talking about before, where he's the commander in it. It's some sort of, like, phone game, I imagine. Because it's called Mobile Strike. I only know it exists because I've seen the ad with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. And it starts off like this really cool like war things happening. You're like, what's Arnie? What's this new movie he's doing? I want to see this. Hmm. Or oh, it's a video game for your phone. Ah, well, I'm not going to play that. But how the hell did a video game for your phone get Arnold Schwarzenegger in? I was surprised they could afford him for the ad. He's the commander in the game. Probably on stock in the game. It's probably his idea. I'm thinking of a game where you strike people with your phone. <laughs> Sounds like more of a Russell Crowe idea. <laughs> he was also in music videos. Oh, gosh. He's been in four. I love that the first one says, Stop the Madness. That's the name of the song. No one knows the artist. Yeah, well, who's the artist? Oh, it's an anti-drug music video. Oh, really? Endorsed by Ronald Reagan. Which is ironic that Schwarzenegger is anti-drugs. <laughs> How did he get to look the way he was if not for drugs? Exactly. All right, so this is very 80s. Yeah, where's Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, it's just a whole bunch of people saying, stop the madness. And he'd be one of the people saying, stop the madness. So it counts. Okay. I wonder what word he says. Probably stop. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Madness. Oh, there's a dude buying drugs out of a limo. Have you ever seen anyone buy drugs out of a limo before? No, but that sounds like the coolest thing ever. You'd, if a limo pulls up and you're a drug dealer, don't you just think like, cha-ching, that's my day? Someone pulls up in a limo and hands me anything. I'm like, well, this person obviously has their shit together. Exactly. They're in a limo. I'm not. They can afford this. Also, pretty sure that's not a cop. Cops can't afford limos, not in their salary. Yeah, I'm going to stop this madness. Yeah, please stop the madness. So what did you think of this Wikipedia page? (laughs) Well, I love this page. I thought it was fun because it's really long and we didn't make it past the first paragraph. No, we didn't really get too far. Yeah, there's all kinds of things. There's steroid use. There's Mr. Olympia. There's powerlifting. There's his governing thing where he's in politics. Yeah, there's a whole like contents here filled with a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah, there's... Filmography is just a small part in that in his acting career. And we didn't really get past what we remembered of him from the 80s. Yeah. This guy's awesome. I'm going to have to rate this a fighting a bear in Central Park out of a possible Terminator 6. Exceeding expectations despite what it actually probably is. I mean, if we were to read through everything here, it would be like Terminator 6. Like, why would you bother? Really, just you're shelling out what's already been shelled out. Mm. But this, we just got the best. And there is no better than fighting a bear in Central Park. I think that we- was awesome. I was glad to have seen that. I can die a happy man now. <laughs> I know. That was the point of this page as far as I'm concerned. I love it. I love Arnie. He's, I'm a consulate fan. Always loved it. Adamant. Ben, what did you think? 
Okay, well, I'm going to do my rating out of 47, because as everyone knows, he's done 47 movies. Of course we know that. That's just common knowledge. <laughs> it's not something that I had to, like, stall the podcast for ages just to count. And then take your time because you forgot how to count. <laughs> yeah, because he's probably done 48. I've miscounted completely. There's someone right now listening going, 47? You idiot. <laughs> so let's make this even more tedious. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll give his rating based on how many of those movies I actually liked. Oh. Okay, so he gets one point for Hercules in New York because he fights a bear. How can I not like that movie? Can we give him two points for that? Yeah, two points. Why not? Two points. So he's on two points. Uh, Long Goodbye, Stay Hungry, The Villain, Scavenger Hunt. Hadn't seen him, so they don't get any points. Well, the two Conan movies, he's got to get point each for them. Yeah, that's four. So we're up to four. Terminator. Uh, Terminator, point for that. I'm going to minus a point for Commando, just despite you. I hate you so much. <laughs> you have no idea. You could know nothing about cinema without seeing Commando. I feel like you got a raw deal, which is the <laughs> next movie. Haven't seen. But he gets his point back for Predator. Nothing for The Running Man, because I haven't seen it. Actually, I'll give him a point for that, because his name's Ben. Jesus. <laughs> yes, I'm that vain. <laughs> Vanity. Uh, Red Heat, I haven't seen. Twins, I like. Total Recall, I like. Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, all right. It. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give him a point. Give him a point because you saw it. Terminator two. 2, that brings him up to 10 points. Dave. Yeah, he's not getting a point for that. <laughs> Last Action Hero. Sure, why not? That's 11. True Lies liked. Junior. Sure. Eraser. Yeah, I like that. Jingle all the way. Do I give him a point for that? You have to. You saw it. Okay. Batman and Robin, I'm not giving him a point for that. <laughs> I saw it, but I wish I didn't. No. End of Days. Yeah, I like that. Uh, sixth Day. Sure. <laughs> Doctor Doolittle. Two. Did you see it? Yeah, but I didn't like it enough. <laughs> Haven't seen Collateral Damage. No for Terminator 3. Don't know what the rundown is. Around the World in 80 Days. He nailed his part, so he did his job giving him a point. <laughs> Movie sucked, but giving him a point. Kid and I, don't know. Expendables, well, yeah, just give him a point each for those. So what's that now? 22? He's doing all right. He's doing all right. Last Stand, haven't seen. Escape Plan, liked. Sabotage, haven't seen. Maggie, haven't seen. Terminator Genesis, nah, fuck that. <laughs> And I haven't seen the rest, and I'm going to minus a point for Terminator 6. <laughs> Just for intentions. So that's 22 out of... 47. 47. Is that how many of his movies I liked? That's all right. That's all right. That's more than I thought. <laughs> I thought he was going to end up... When he said that, I'm like, what are you going to give him, like, five? That's <laughs> all man. right. He's a good actor. I like him. Okay. Yeah. Besides the rating, what did you think of the page? Oh, uh, yeah. No, the page was really good. I like reminiscing about movies and anything that is essentially just a list of movies, of course, I'm going to like because I probably haven't seen all of these and there are some I want to see. Like, I've always wanted to see Commando. It's just one of those movies I've never gotten around to. And I don't know if there's any of others of his that I really want to see. I guess The Running Man. Yeah, I do recommend The Running Man. That's a classic. Does seem good, but I've seen a, a lot of his other movies, and I really like those. I would like to see Last Action Hero again, because last time I saw it, I was like nine. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it doesn't hold up, though. Yeah, I bet that ruins everything you remember about it. <laughs> but no, go Arnie, he's really good. He's the third person, no, fourth person we've done a Wikipedia page about. That sounds right. Does Batman count as a person? <laughs> um, sure, why not, then fifth. There's not that many pages on actual people, I'm sure, on Wikipedia. Yeah, how many people could there be? I mean, last time I checked, there's like, what, 7 billion, but... How many of them are famous, though? Yeah, like two. <laughs> We're above. We're above average. We're doing it. We're doing it. Then we covered all the people. From now on, it's just bands. 
All right, well, that's probably been it for us for this episode. Yep. Oh, quick plugs. What was Oh, uh, yeah. Got the YouTube channel. Yeah, go to Humidor. That's on YouTube. Go to humidor.com.au and you can basically find everything that we have there. That's all good stuff. You can find access to the podcast, access to the YouTube channel, see all the videos there. It's a great place. One-stop shop. Please give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast thing you'd use. We're learning about more and more podcast apps as the day goes by. And email us too at wikireview at gmail.com. We always like to hear from people and we will write you back. We are that not busy. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I have nothing to do. I sometimes scroll through that email just waiting for people to email me. Refresh. 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 I get a lot of spam on it though. Yep. I got to turn on the spam filter. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm afraid if I turn on the spam filter, then people who want to email me- Won't get through. Won't get through. So That happens a lot with email. Yeah. I get a lot of spam for you people. That's right. He's learning and denying all those penis drug pill ads just so we can hear from you. No, I thought I'd give him a shot though. Yeah. How's that working out by the way? No, no difference that I can see. Yeah. Well, you can only get so big. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I say it. So yeah, check out our stuff. Let us know. If you have any questions on how to get our stuff, let us know. Yeah. At the aforementioned email. Or Facebook us. That's what we do. All of it's in the show notes. You can find links to that. If you can't remember what our YouTube channel is. You can literally look in the show notes and on most podcasting apps, you can just tap on where it is and it will take you straight to the YouTube channel. We can't make it any easier. Yeah. This Uh, is not some like obscure podcast where it's like you got to know things. We assume you're just as dumb mm, as us. mm. Ben had to make this idiot proof so that I could use it. (laughs) And that's a big test. That's a low bar. (laughs) That's the same as if you're trying to find us on Facebook or any of the social media things. Just go into your show notes now. It's all the details are there. Like I said, most places just tap it and you'll be taken right there. Even our email, you can do that and just shoot us an email right now as you're listening. All right. And that's our quick. <laughs> that's, that's our quick ending. <laughs> quick ending. All right. I have had an absolute blast doing this one. Yeah, this has been fun. I think we're going to have to go watch some action films. Yes. All right. Well, it's been enough for us. I've been Ben Graw. I've been Garth Remington. And we'll catch you on the next Wiki Review. Thanks for tuning in. Hasta la vista, baby. We'll be back. We will be back. (laughs) (sighs) Find Humidor on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and at humidor.com.au. Theme is I Live for the Bass Drum by DJ Searle. All other music by Matt Graw. Want some candy? Want some candy? Want some candy?